Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional messmaker. This week, I wanted to talk about creative learning methods such as loose parts. Now, You can hear, feel, and see spring is in our midst. And with spring comes all kinds of learning, exploration, and skill building opportunities. And over the last year, I've gotten into a lot more of the social and emotional challenges that we've faced, but I wanted to start getting back into some of the creative learning and giving you some fun, creative learning inspiration. And so I wanted to talk about all things spring and I'm going to turn it into a series. So I am going to do multiple topics on the season of spring. Everything from spring weather to animals behavior in the spring and the types of animals we would find out and about in the spring to bugs and even we'll talk about plants. So this could include a whole lot of episodes or a small group of episodes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the inspiration flows. But this week I want to talk about spring in general. Spring ushers in the section of the year where we get much more sun and nicer temperatures, which means we get to spend more time outside. And it was actually really good timing that I chose to start talking about spring today because as I sit outside, I can hear and see and feel the leaves that have not yet been picked up swirling all around because the wind has kicked up. And on one side of the sky, you have this very fluffy, cloudy sky. And when you look to the opposite direction, you see the bright sun is out, the sky is blue, and you have these white, fluffy clouds. And the two different kinds of sky are kind of swirling and slowly emerging over each other. Is it gonna blow over? Is it gonna rain? And because I live in the upper Midwest, is it gonna snow? I don't wanna say that word too loud, but it has been known to occasionally happen, 
even though we've turned the tide into the warm weather. But these are changes in nature. And that's what spring brings, is changes. Changes in the weather, changes in the way that animals behave, and the way plants and trees and food grows or doesn't grow. Even changes in the way that bugs behave. Some good bugs, some bad bugs. We could talk probably for an entire year about bugs. It's a favorite topic that I have always covered when I was in the classroom. Kids of all ages, interests, and skill levels really get into it and they enjoy it. It ties into the mad scientist theme or topic that I've covered in more of the fall themes that I've done over the years. You can search through the episodes to find those kinds of ideas. But so this is a time of change. And it's a time of change that can spark kids' curiosity. Get outside more. Explore your surroundings. What sounds can you hear? What sights can you see? What things can you feel? You can choose to study many different things and the changes that occur around those specific things during this and the other different times of the year. Uh, within the last couple of episodes, I suggested that you study, I think I actually suggested that you study bugs or insects. And I talked about bees. Well, with this kind of weather, now would be a good time to explore something like bees. Where do bees come from? What do bees do? What purpose do they serve? What do they need in nature to survive and thrive? And you can study the connection that bees have to the plants that we grow and the foods that we eat. How does having or not having bees affect the way flowers bloom or the way that other animals stay healthy. Studying the interconnectedness of nature is a wonderful topic to get into with kids of all ages. And this is a wonderful way to incorporate loose parts because nature offers all sorts of loose parts. I could rattle off a ton of loose parts 
that I've encountered in the last few days and that I actually see around me right now. Everything from rocks to feathers to eggshells to leaves to plants that are changing colors to pine cones. I could go on and on and on. And all of these things offer wonderful learning and skill building experiences. You could, as we've talked about many, many times, and I often get asked why I talk about the same types of activities, but from different perspectives. And the reason is this. Because you can go on 50 different scavenger hunts or 50 different nature walks and never have the same experience or learn the same lessons. It's all about how you set these activities up. So the way I go about these episodes is I give you creative inspiration in hopes to spark creative activity development for you using what you have available. So again, you can get the kids outside right now and go on a nature hike, build a scavenger hunt. You can, in those experiences, have conversations about the things you're hearing, seeing, feeling, smelling. And you can, in those conversations, create deep learning experiences. Because we learn through engaging and hearing other people's ideas, essentially through conversation. This has been a very difficult time for a lot of people, kids included, to feel like the learning experience has been beneficial. And the more you can get out and experience the learning by keeping the goal in mind, the more you will see the kids benefit educationally, developmentally, emotionally, socially, because they get engaged, they get involved in the experience and that creates excitement. And then they wanna go and retell the stories and retell the lessons and engage others in the experience that they have just had. So let the kids study trees. Let the kids rub bark with paper and a crayon to feel the textures and see the patterns. Let kids collect leaves and explore the differences. 
which might spark them to get interested in the different species of trees and how trees are the same or how trees are different. You can map those things out. You can chart those things out. All of that engages math and critical thinking. You can do the thing, same things with animals or insects or life cycles, like life cycles of bugs, of animals, of plants, of trees, of you name it. Whatever the kids are interested in, take the improving weather and use it to your advantage. The fresh air and sunshine alone is going to be beneficial mentally and emotionally. The physical activity is going to be beneficial as well. It just feels good right now to be outside. The sun keeps coming and going. The wind picks up. The wind dies down. You can study why that is. Why the sun comes and goes. How fast do the clouds move? I talked about this a long, long, long time ago. Um, probably in early seasons of this podcast. But one year when I was in the classroom, I was running a summer camp. And I had kids from 12 years old down to 2 years old. And we studied clouds as part of our weather uh, experience. And it became a long-term project. We studied the connection between the kinds of clouds and weather and weather patterns. And the kids got really into it. It was great science learning. It was a great excuse to spend time outside. It was a great way to be creative and get physical. And we even got artistic because we started to gather art materials and explore textures and what the clouds might actually feel like and what they're made of and tried to recreate clouds. We created clouds with art supplies. We tried to create clouds with um, edible materials because the kids thought that that would be fun. And we studied what clouds consist of and why different clouds look different. And then we decided to get artistic and went outside and just watched the clouds. We watched the clouds move and we observed how they're all different and how they cluster and how some seem to be completely unattached from others. And the kids had a lot of fun challenging each other to come up with creative things that they thought smaller clouds looked like. So 
these are fun ways that you can engage the kids with learning, support skill building without being on a screen or without reading from a book because you're engaging the information. And doing these kinds of activities, the kids started to ask a lot of questions that, yeah, they did want to go back inside and use technology to find the answers to. But the point is that you, as a parent or a caregiver, can create these learning experiences. And spring is a perfect time to get out and do that. And now that I'm thinking about it, the more I'm getting excited about all of these different things that you can do, I think I'm going to do a couple of series as podcasts. I'm going to do one for the spring. I'm going to do one for the summer where we'll get into all different kinds of topics. I'm thinking geography and travel and all kinds of fun stuff. But one of the things that you can talk about, I got off on a clouds tangent there just because it was so much fun and it's actually a really cloudy day. But I'm also sitting and looking at different kinds of trees, pine trees, maple trees, trees that I don't even know what they are. They're just huge, monstrous trees. But the majority of them have buds and you can study the life cycle of trees and what the life cycle of a tree is and how a tree grows and what causes a tree to develop buds almost like it knows when the appropriate time to do so is how does that happen What causes that to happen like clockwork? All of these kinds of things are things that kids are curious about. And you can right now study and look at the buds that are on trees. And then you can track what routine they go through and the changes that occur over time. And how those buds go from these little teeny tiny nubs to being full-grown leaves. You can study why pine trees don't lose their needles and go completely bare the way maple trees do. And then you can get into the different parts of trees and the, the way each part supports the life of the tree And again, you can get into all kinds of fun learning and skill building by studying trees. And again, you can do the same thing with animals, animals of different kinds, animals from different places. You you can do the same thing with food and plants and gardens. And I could go on and on and on. But this is what I wanted to spark for you. I wanted you to spark you to get excited again if you've lost that excitement for getting the kids engaged in 
learning and experiencing the world around them again. Winter is tough to be excited to begin with. And I think it was especially tough this year. I personally enjoy the winter and you can do these kinds of learning experiences in the winter as well. And actually the winter brings its own experiences like these with the snow and the physical activities that you can do in the snow and animals that hibernate and those that don't and where do they go and what do they do and how do they prepare. But there's a lot of skill building that can be done in the winter as well. You can study igloos and snow and stages of water. So you can really get outside at any time of the year. It just depends on how gutsy you are. But I really want to encourage you to get outside and build those creative learning experiences, not only for the kids in your life, but for yourself as well. Because we as adults can enjoy those adventures and sparks of creativity just as much as the kids do. And it's fun to see things that we think we know and understand through the eyes of kids, no matter their age or yours, to be perfectly honest. So I hope you will look as forward to these series as I do. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun and I will come up with creative activities to share with you each and every week as I truly do swear to get back into the activity and learning and exploration aspect of these episodes. So I want to thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next week and every week after that as we go through these series. I also hope you will join me in my virtually face-to-face -face experiences. Each week I do a meet and greet where we meet online at the creativecampusonline.com and we discuss a lot of parenting and child development topics. So things that steer towards social development, emotional development, physical development, and helping kids find and understand their place in the world, their place in society. We learn from each other we share ideas back and forth. It's a very engaging and casual conversation with the goal of sharing ideas and coming up with solutions to challenges each of us face on a week-to-week -week basis. I think you will truly enjoy it. And coming up soon, I am going to start offering another live, virtually live experience where parents and kids can come together online and 
demonstrate and share activity ideas in real time. Um, this was something that was requested that I put together by not just some of us who listen to this podcast, but people who follow me through social media as well. So you can look forward to those. Again, thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next time. And until then, I will talk to you soon. Get out and enjoy the spring lovely weather. I'll talk to you soon.